Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and well-being and to draw a roadmap together that can help us align mind and heart. Today we're going to talk about this so-called imposter syndrome, that feeling we might experience when we feel we are not up to the task at hand, plus the fear of being discovered. It's a fascinating topic, not for the people who are suffering uh, from the imposter syndrome, but it's important to open our eyes. So if you haven't heard about this before, stay tuned as it will most probably resonate with you or with somebody you know. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on georginahudson.net or my Instagram account, georginahudson.coach. Hello, hello, hello. How are you today? What's up, people? Uh, we are going to talk about something very important today, which is the imposter syndrome and how to overcome it. We're going to leave the overcoming of the imposter syndrome for part two of this first part. First, we want to delve into what it is and how it manifests. And you might not know exactly what we are referring to, but you might understand or have an inkling about what it is. Uh, we have decided to start by sharing with you uh, the story of one of my clients who, with her permission, um, allowed me to talk about her because her story is very uh, reflective of what the imposter syndrome is. I have changed her name, of course. Um, I'd also like to clarify that this client is just an example that reflects the truth for a lot more people who reach out to me seeking help for the same reason, for the exact same reason. Besides this podcast too, we've got an article for you which I've written on Psicología y Mente magazine, which in, Eng in English, yes, would translate as Psychology and Mind. The article was written in Spanish, so if you can read in Spanish, if you understand written Spanish, then go have a look at it. Uh, Besides the article from the magazine, analyzes the topic from a totally different perspective, so it will surely enrich this podcast. But before we continue, I have been talking about we, we, we. That is because Luciano is back on the podcast. Welcome, thank Luciano. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome to my show. Happy <laughs> 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 to be back. Happy to be back. Last podcast was a guided meditation from Georgie. And today we are talking about imposter syndrome. And let me tell you that even though we always discuss the direction of the podcast, what direction the podcast will take, Georgie hasn't told me anything no. about her client's <laughs> story. So I am as curious to hear it as everyone else. So let's show, let's see how it depicts the topic. So let me put a name to this client exactly. with a different name. So um, let's talk about Teresa. Okay, I like the name Teresa, so great. So when Teresa first reached out to me, she told me how much she feared her colleagues would eventually discover that she had been lucky to land in her position. When she was very young, someone from a well-known international fashion company saw her talent and spoke about her to someone influential in the company. And one thing led to another, and in no time, Teresa was part of the designer's team. Teresa quickly made her way in the competitive fashion industry, 
but she did so feeling nervous, insecure, and, and really afraid of speaking up. And despite her undeniable talent and her achievements and all the recognition she got, Teresa fought an unrelenting battle within herself because she couldn't shake off the feeling that she was just a shadow of the designer people thought she was. So imagine the suffering. So she constantly repeated that her colleagues were much more qualified than her, that she, that she had gotten lucky and that she had to prove her worth to stay where she was or else they would discover that she was a fraud. Oh, wow. Okay, that's strong mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and also relatable because who hasn't felt uncomfortable or inadequate in, in what they do at least once in their lifetime, right? Yeah. So, in fact, I feel everyone, for instance, in starting a job in a new place with new responsibilities, mm-hmm. the person will have doubts about themselves, mm-hmm. about himself or herself. It's normal all the time. So they, they might feel uh, as impostors. Yeah. Or think about a job search. person right. uh, looking mm-hmm. at, at job descriptions. No, I'm not good enough. That, that's a lot for me. That's a yeah. huge challenge. I, I won't, I, I cannot do that. Or a person who gets chosen after she or he or they have felt that they were not completely up to the task might feel like a syndrome later. Like um, like an imposter later, sorry. Exactly. Let, let's structure this in, in three parts. We, mm-hmm. we are going to talk about the what. What is this imposter syndrome? The how, how it manifests. Mm-hmm. And the precursors or the origin. Yeah, mm-hmm. the origin story, where it starts. Where it starts. So to sum up. What yes, imp- imposter syndrome is, we could say it's a sensation, mm-hmm. a persistent self-perception of incapacity or insecurity, despite having objective achievements and proving abilities. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is key. It is yeah. a sensation. It yeah. doesn't physically exist. It doesn't mean it is real. So the person convinced, the person has a distortion mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of the reality. Yeah, and I know capacity. what you mean, because there is no official diagnosis for the imposter syndrome. People call it syndrome, but it's not really a syndrome per se. Too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and how does the imposter syndrome manifest? Well, uh, first of all, thank you, because I loved the fact that you emphasized what we talked about before, that this is a sensation, that this is self-perception of insecurity and incapacity. Um, the question is that, yes, I was listening to you and it's true, you are doing a job search or you have just started a, a new position and you feel inadequate and you don't feel good enough and you feel like... Yeah, short of, you know, whatever it's needed for the job. But if that happens once or just over a period of adaptation, that is totally normal. The question is the, the, the following. The problem starts or the emotional challenge begins when this feeling extends over a long period of time, ger- generating a lot of stress and anxiety. So, To answer your question, some of the characteristics of feeling inadequate, uncomfortable, insecure, or unworthy of what we are doing are 
persistent doubt. Those who experience this attribute their success to luck, to chance, or external factors rather than recognizing their own internal abilities. Then there is fear of criticism and failure. There is an excessive fear of making mistakes or facing criticism. And this generates anxiety. And this anxiety can lead the person to avoid situations where they might feel tested or challenged. So they remain under the radar. The other thing is perfectionism. This is often a common trait in people with imposter syndrome. They seek excellence in everything they do because they want to prove themselves. But paradoxically, they are never satisfied with their results, always believing that they could have done more or better. Then there is personal devaluation. This sounds very strong, but it is true. People who feel inadequate or like imposters have difficulty accepting compliments or recognition because they feel that they don't genuinely deserve them. They believe that others overvalue their abilities or achievements. Then there is constant comparison. They tend to compare themselves with others and to feel inferior. Even if they may have a similar or even superior level of skill. The comparison is always always detrimental to their self-perception. Uh, there is also an external attribution of success. They attribute their success to the help of other people or to luck, like my client Teresa, and they don't play their own contribution to their own success. Hmm? And there is also a lot of self-demand. They set extremely high goals and expectations for themselves and they feel frustrated if they don't achieve them, reinforcing the belief that they are not good enough and that they are imposters. And last but not least, fear of disappointing others. They feel great pressure to keep up with the image that people have of them and they fear letting people down. Yeah, and I'm thinking that maybe they can manifest in combos, you know, they are related. For instance, if you talk about perfectionism and fear of failure, so mm -hmm. they are connected. Yeah. And if you talk about comparison mm -hmm. and self-demand, so um, they may appear like combination of, of many of them. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned before, this is key to, to identify the imposter syndrome patterns when they manifest in a way that is constant and mm -hmm. repetitive, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. it is a pattern. And, and I think it is key to see that, the first point, and, and then to break the pattern. Yes, uh, and that is what we are going to talk in, in our next pod podcast. And I think what you said is very important too. Um, when I mentioned all the traits or all the characteristics of a person who suffers from imposter syndrome, I never meant to say that a person with imposter syndrome will suffer from all of those. They can suffer from one or two or a combination of, you know, two or three that I've mentioned, like you said, combos, which was a very funny word. And, but anyways, <laughs> uh, and, um, and yes, and, and the pattern starts when that is repetitive and over a period of time, and that interferes with someone's quality of life significantly. So my best advice is that, People who are starting to feel like this and who are starting to feel very stressed or anxious due to this, please seek professional support to address these beliefs and to work on building a more realistic and healthier self-image. Please do it. It's the best investment you are going to do. So 
Georgie, let's talk about now about the origin of all this. Okay. The precursors or the factors contributing all along the years. Yeah. And what happens, what is going on in the life of a person that suddenly it feels like an imposter. Yeah. So what happened before. Yeah. So we can think about our early experiences at home, at school or extracurricular activities. Right. You know, with with some if someone grows up in an environment where there are, I don't know, high expectations for them or mm -hmm. where they are constantly criticized, or if they experience some setbacks or academic difficulties or, right. or if they are bullied, you yes. know, all that is like setting precedent and mm -hmm. preparing the field yeah. for the yeah. years to come. Mm -hmm. um, number two, It could be the need to prove our worth to the outside world. Yeah. Either because we seek the approval from our adults or, and peers to um, be them parents, teachers, classmates, and later on, our bosses. Mm -hmm. And in addition, there's a, a pressing need to appear perfect. Between you know? inverted commas, because exactly. nothing is perfect. about this many, many times. Yeah. Yeah. And... What about comparison? If we grew up in an environment where we were constantly compared to others, oh we will gosh, have yes. our focus on how others do things. Yeah. You know, especially in where comparison happens all the time. And this is social media. Right. Yeah. yeah. In our times, there were no social, there were other types of social media. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know? yes uh, there, it, there have always been social circles where we felt inferior than others or where our parents maybe uh, not with a negative intent but compared us to other friends uh, or teachers who always praised the student and never praised us so there has always been some social you know place where all this started to originate but it's true that with social media this has been exacerbated yes now we can find that at the tip of our fingers and mm -hmm. and our children too uh, yeah. and we as adults we look up for uh, successful lives mm -hmm. all the time in yeah. social media and we, mm -hmm. and we cannot do anything else as compared ourselves to to these uh, successful lives mm -hmm. and that yeah, is also preparing the field for the imposter syndrome yeah yeah we have to be very cautious about how our children use social media and also ourselves because it can trigger so much anxiety and it can make us feel like such an imposter so in practically all the cases there is a story there is material we carry within ourselves where we believe we aren't good enough for this or for that because we gave too much power to external voices and we disconnected from ourselves. This is true for every type of suffering, not necessarily for or exclusively to uh, feeling like an imposter. Every time we pay attention to the outside world and we disconnect from our true self, then we suffer. And in the imposter syndrome, this is very visible. And I like something that Jung You know, our reference in transpersonal psychology used to say, and he said, the person who looks inside wakes up. The person who looks outside dreams. So it's so important to look inside. And um, I was thinking too, when you were talking and you mentioned the word bullying, yes, 
uh, you know, experiences of bullying or experiences of somebody saying something nasty to, to us, experiences of academic stress or social stress when we were younger, that can trigger a lot of the things that we mentioned make us feel insufficient or deficient. And the problem is that the person who suffers from imposter syndrome is going to always focus or, or most probably focus on personal deficiencies and not personal successes and gifts and talents. And as we always say, we are like Teflon for the good and like Velcro for the not so good. And in someone who feels like an imposter, this tendency is immense. So especially, especially, especially during times of great tension and stress. Okay, so that's the problem. We have defined the problem, mm -hmm. the what, the how, right. the origin and the triggers. Yep. And But what do we do with this? Yeah. That's the problem. So uh, in the next podcast, we are going to talk about how to turn around this pressing feeling. Yes, yes. Okay, so we are going to share how to do it from different perspectives tips such as mindfulness and coaching and transpersonal uh, psychology of course it's going to be the second part of this podcast mm -hmm. so now a tiny bit challenge think about one or two people who may be manifesting right now mm -hmm. uh, this imposter syndrome in your family in at, at work and share this with them because that's the easiest way to help each other. Yeah, you know? especially if we see that somebody's suffering because we can sense that they don't believe they are really worth it. They don't believe they really deserve to be where they are. So what is the best thing we can do? We need to contribute to everybody's well-being. So I like the fact Now you mentioned think about one or two people and forward this to them if, if they need it. And of course, if you are the person who needs to hear this, please stay tuned for the second part where we are going to talk about breaking this pattern. Please remember that we appreciate your opinions, suggestions and evaluations on any of the platforms you are listening to us. Uh, and it really helps us a lot. It gives direction to a podcast. So again, sending you a big hug your way and until next podcast. <laughs>